Welcome to the BCP Podcast. I am James, Black Conservative Patriot. Black starts with B, Conservative starts with C, Patriot starts with P, therefore BCP. Big hug to all of y'all. I don't know what makes, well, I do know the answer to this. I was going to say, I don't know what makes me more sick. The disgusting, sick-ass pedophiles that are in the world especially those in power who get away with it or the ones who cover for them or perhaps who are also minor league maps, minor attracted persons. And of course, the actual pedophiles are the worst ones. But man, those covering for them are a disgusting lot as well. Check this out from Politico. They were so proud of this article that they actually tweeted it out. From Pizzagate to QAnon, and now the Epstein list, an expert explains why sex trafficking conspiracy theories are so buzzy in MAGA circles. So now, it is crazy. It's a conspiracy theory that Epstein... And his list have something to do with, 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 with child sex trafficking. This is how sick these people are. They cover for the pedophile elites. Many of them are pedophiles as well. Not all of them, though. Some of them are just do what they told, get a, give a paycheck. They are so, some of them are into hero worship. It is disgusting. Let, let's look at this piss poor journalism from Politico covering for the pedo elites. Pizzagate QAnon and the Epstein list why the far right is obsessed with sex trafficking. An expert on conspiracy theories explains why MAGA figures are embracing the latest twists in the Jeffrey Epstein saga. And it has a picture of, looks like a, a girl, little stud in her nose, can't see her face, but she's got a red hat like a MAGA hat, except that MAGA hat or that red hat says Epstein didn't kill himself. A day before the so-called Epstein list was supposed to drop, far-right conspiracy theorists buzzed with excitement over the expectation that it would crucify prominent figures on the left for their involvement in sex trafficking. It's a wildly popular notion in that world where Pizzagate and QAnon fantasies run rampant. Wow, years later, and these a-holes are still, still, I mean, they don't just have, Trump doesn't just live rent-free in their brains through their Trump derangement syndrome, but they are still fixated on QAnon. Wow. The truth, of course, was far different. The materials made public in federal court last week with more with more now being released wasn't some kind of Jeffrey Epstein client list. It had been speculated online. It was actually documents from a court case filed by one of Epstein's victims that did include people's names, but provided little information on whether they knew or they knew of or participated in Epstein's heinous crimes. Oh, wow. They, uh, they, they actually admit that they're heinous crimes. So how is it a conspiracy theory? That just doesn't jive. That just doesn't jive. To get a sense of why conspiracy theories centered on sex trafficking and pedophilia, and now the Epstein lists are so buzzy in MAGA circles, Politico's magazine called out Mike Rothschild. Yeah. Didn't make that up. The guy's name is Mike Rothschild. Author of 
The storm is upon us. Every, how QAnon became a movement, cult, and conspiracy theory of everything in Jewish space lasers. The Rothschilds and 200 years of conspiracy theories. All right. So we don't really need to go any further. I think you get the point. These people are disgusted that people are disgusted that there are powerful elite people who are pedophiles. And that in itself is disgusting. That someone would be disgusted that humans find it repulsive that people want to diddle and screw kids and rape them. And that they do it in orgies, that they do it on tape, and that they do it and it's their inside thing with code words like map and handkerchief and pizza and hot dog. Wow. Okay. So, with that established, let's look at some of the very fine comments on Twitter X. Scott Stringle. How is it a conspiracy, people? Uh, actually, how is it a conspiracy, people? How is it a conspiracy theory? People were literally traveling to, traveling to Epstein's Island to rape young girls. That's a fact. Sarah Higdon. And you wonder why no one trusts you. Epstein's sex trafficking isn't a conspiracy theory. It's been proven. Uh, Jelaine Maxwell is in prison for recruiting for him. Yes, it's such a conspiracy theory that Jelaine Maxwell is in prison over this conspiracy theory. And let's not forget, Epstein himself was in jail and that's how he was killed or killed himself because it's conspiracy theory. Oh, I'm, I'm praying for patience. Quote, conspiracy theories which are currently under federal investigation, says Gabe uh, Gudarani of Turning Point USA. Calamity Jen. The bigger question is why are commie journalists so obsessed with running cover for the sex traffickers? I totally agree with that. Disgusting. And one of the lowest levels you can go when it comes to protecting the guilty and the criminal deviants. All right. I don't follow sports anymore. There was a time when I was a big uh, basketball fan. Never really been a big American football fan. I like soccer or football when it's close to and, 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 and we get to World Cup. But even that has kind of lost its allure for me over the last eight years or so. But I used to really love basketball. I used to really love NBA. I played freshman basketball in high school. I played JV until, you know, not being five feet tall going to JV, even if, though I was a good dribbler and a pretty good shot. Just uh, that was the end of that. And I followed it for a long time. And then I just became disenamored with the NBA, especially when I started going woke. And then I started going more into NCAA because like, okay, these people aren't playing for money. They're playing for pride. They're playing for their future. But then I, I just stopped thinking. I started thinking, why am I so invested in sports when it, it doesn't do anything for me? I have no – and some of you can disagree with me. You like sports. This is, this is not anything against sports fans. This is just what I came to realization. As an entrepreneur, I was working a job 
and then I was building a business on the side. I didn't have time for sports. And then I, I tried to fit sports in at the same time. And I'm like, why am I so invested in whether my team wins or loses when I have one, no say in the outcome, and then I don't benefit anything in the outcome. I can say, hey, my team won, but it, that doesn't really a reflection of me. It's just that I picked a team that happened to win. Or as I used to say back in the day of Michael Jordan when everyone was a Bulls fan, it's easy to be a Fairweather fan when you got Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen. So I decided, you know what, I'm not going to put energy into something that doesn't reward me back and I have no say in it. And that time I used to, to build businesses. So this is my show. So all of that's to say that I don't follow sports, but I sure as hell follow what's going on with Aaron Rodgers and Jimmy Kimmel. And ESPN, which of course is part of the uh, the Disney perversion, not that ESPN is necessarily perverted, but it's part of the Disney family. They are booting Aaron Rodgers. He won't be on this ESPN show anymore. So, briefly, here is what I, I not usually do. I don't usually. This might be the second time, maybe the third time, in my entire time of doing this. We're now in 2024. I started on YouTube in 2015, but really in earnest in 2016. So we're going on eight years. And this might be the third time I've actually resorted to TMZ as a news source. Aaron Rodgers won't appear on Pat McAfee's show anymore this season. Aaron Rodgers' time on Pat McAfee's show was done for this football season, at least after the ESPN host announced that the four-time NFL MVP would not be returning to his normal Tuesday morning time slot during the playoffs. So Aaron Rodgers' Tuesday season four is done. There will be a lot of people who are happy with that, myself included, to be honest with you. The, the way it ended, it got real loud. I am happy that he's not going to be in my mentions going forward, which is great news. Sources tell TMZ Sports this wasn't a network decision that Pat determined which guests appear on the show. It was his call, and he axed Aaron Rodgers. Of course, the Rodgers spot on the Pat McAfee show has become the most can't-miss segment on ESPN airwaves, but it's also brought with a ton of controversy, especially over the last two weeks when Aaron Rodgers seemingly linked Jimmy, Camel, Jimmy Kimmel to Jeffrey Epstein. So, once again, you kill the cash cow in protecting uh, pedophiles or the mention of pedophiles. I mean, Jim, uh, come on, Jeffrey Epstein's dead. We know he didn't kill himself. I, I know there's some people believe that he's that he's still out there. <clears throat> I believe he's dead. Okay, I mean, we can't believe it. A lot of conspiracy theories are true, but it doesn't mean you believe in every conspiracy theory. Why would they fake his death and keep him alive? Doesn't make any sense. They just kill the guy. Dead men tell no tales. Simple as that. Why go through all this sketchy thing of him having killed himself, but still let him live and be alive somewhere? That doesn't make sense. He's dead. But they're still protecting him and his legacy because of all the people connected to him. Now, for those not familiar with the story, um, this is what transpired. This is what transpired when quarterback Aaron Rodgers. A couple, uh, a week and a half ago. This is what he said on Pat's show. Mm-hmm. Bring it up. Bring it up, Foxy or somebody back Seats there. Seats on it. We have Super Bowl 58. You'll see it. The emblem. Put it on the screen. And then bring up 57 and 56. This has something to do with the Epstein list that came out. 
Feels like. <laughs> Feels like. That's supposed to be coming out soon. That's supposed to be coming out soon. Look, this guy's been There's waiting in his wine people. cellar. Yeah. I've been waiting in my wine I, cellar for this thing. A lot of people, including Jimmy Kimmel, are really hoping that doesn't happen. Ah, <laughs> All right. All right. Obviously, a clip from this particular program was run on Jimmy Kimmel's show uh, whenever Aaron brought up the, the list and then. Jimmy mocked him for it. Mm-hmm. Aaron has not forgotten about that. But here we are sitting right in front of that nice bottle of scotch. Mm-hmm. What do you say? I'm waiting to celebrate something. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's, awesome. he's been waiting That's for the that. one. <laughs> you've been waiting hey, I'll tell you what. If that list comes out, I definitely will be popping, popping some sort of bottle. Hey, we've been calling for it for a few years now. So as you can uh, see there, and once again, I just know the drama because it has to be with Epstein. They talked about Epstein's list. Jimmy Kimmel showed that clip, and then Aaron Rodgers talked about the list and Jimmy Kimmel. And then Jimmy Kimmel, from what I understand, has still been on this whole thing, and now Aaron Rodgers is not on ESPN because ESPN must protect the pedophiles. It would have just been easy for for them to say, hey, we're going to have Aaron Rodgers on, but we're just not going to talk about Epstein. Let's just keep it to sports. So they can't talk about Epstein. They're going to kick a guy for talking about Epstein, but ESPN has uh, gone. I just realized that ESPN, they all the letters in ESPN are also in the name Epstein. I just realized that as I was seeing ESPN. ES, yeah, ESPN are all in Epstein. It's a cool winky dink, I'm sure. Don't don't read into it. By the way, big hug to all of y'all. Appreciate you supporting our show here, and for our new members, welcome. Make sure that you. Get involved with the great community we have in the comment section over at Patreon on Locals. And you can put your comments on Spotify. It's just not interactive like it is on Locals and Patreon. So don't talk about Epstein or his friends like Jimmy Kimmel. So yeah, so I guess we're just obsessed with child sex trafficking because, you know, that's something you shouldn't be obsessed about. You should be okay with it. All right, how about this story? Um... This was just sickening. Inside a public bathroom at the Houston Galleria Mall, seven men raped two toddlers believed to be between two and three years old. These monsters filmed the horrific acts and released four explicit videos online. And that's just the beginning of the horror show. Toddlers were allegedly sexually assaulted in a bathroom at the Galleria by multiple men. One of the men was a mall employee. Fox 26's Natalie He is joining us now live from the Galleria with the disturbing details. Natalie. Well, Anthony, court documents reveal that there were up to seven men involved in the sex assault. It apparently happened at one of the public bathrooms here at the Galleria Mall. And tonight, one local organization has an important message for parents. The FBI has arrested Arthur Hector Fernandez III and charged the 29-year-old with sexual exploitation of children. Fernandez is pictured here on his private Instagram with the username allegedly Hector. His account was named in court documents that detailed the disturbing allegations that he and at least six other unidentified men sexually assaulted and raped a toddler at what appeared to be a Galleria Ball bathroom. Court documents say last month the Australian Center to counter 
child exploitation reported four explicit videos found on the dark web to the FBI in which at least two toddlers ages two and three were filmed being sexually and verbally assaulted by multiple men at once. Relatives of the toddlers told investigators Fernandez was a friend and fellow Galleria employee who offered to watch the kids while they were at work at the mall. I'm with Curly Kirk on this one who tweeted this out. Inside a public bathroom at the Houston Gallery Mall, seven men raped two toddlers believed to be between two and three years old. These monsters filmed their horrific acts and released four explicit videos online. The FBI has arrested 29-year-old Gallery Mall employee Hecton Fernandez III. Fernandez allegedly offered to walk the kids around the mall when their relatives, other mall employees, couldn't find a babysitter or child care during their shifts. Find the other six. Execute them all. I kind of wanted to end the um, the report there, but I got more to report on. But let, let's end with a little bit of positive news. I don't know if you were following or aware of what was uh, going on with uh, HB 68 out of Ohio, but this was a bill that was to stop uh transgender gender reassignment surgery for those under the 18 and also ban boys from being in girls sports and Mike DeWine the Republican Ohio governor vetoed that bill so that it would not prevent underage sex uh, changes essentially in hormone therapy and boys playing in girls sports so let me bring up to speed on that story and then give you some good news on what happened in Ohio after Governor Mike DeWine vetoed that bill. Earlier, Ohio Governor Mike DeWine signing the veto of House Bill 68. House Bill 68 bans gender-affirming surgeries as well as hormone therapies and restricted mental health care for transgender individuals under the age of 18. As the political dust still settles from a series of moves from Governor Mike DeWine, it marks relief for the LGBTQ plus community. DeWine announced at the end of December the veto, announcing an executive order Friday banning all gender-affirming surgeries for 18 and under effective immediately. I think that does successfully um, sort of put to rest one of the concerns that supporters of the bill had. As for what's next, the folks here are hoping that people keep reaching out to their representatives to make sure that this veto isn't overturned. Did someone speak too soon? Because that wasn't very successful, at least when it comes to the lower house of the legislative branch in the state of Ohio. Well, the Ohio House of Representatives voted today to override Governor Mike DeWine's veto of House Bill 68. The bill had to do with gender-affirming care for minors in the state and trans athletes competing in girls' and women's sports. It was a 65 to 28 margin. The Ohio Senate still needs to vote to override the veto. If they decide to override it, it will take effect 90 days later. One of those representatives who voted on the override in the House today was State Representative Derek Marin. You cannot have a 14-year-old making permanent, life-changing decisions on surgeries that remove body parts and think that is okay. We don't allow 18-year-olds to smoke, to get tattoos, and we're going to make they, that we act like they have the ability to make those type of decisions. No. 
Makes sense, right? It, that's common sense. Not old enough to get a tattoo because that's permanent, but old enough to make a permanent uh, sex change. What a sick, sick world we live in. Governor DeWine did sign an executive or order banning Ohioans or barring Ohioans from receiving transgender surgeries until they're 18. So that's positive news uh, from Ohio. Let's see what the state Senate does. And actually, what I do want to do is I do want to show you one last thing. Let's go back to Epstein. This is uh, from looks like it's from two days ago. Epstein victim, uh, victim Sarah Ransom doubles down on her claim. So as I reported the other day um, with the things that came out from the Epstein documents, we have Miss Ransom who said that she had tapes of Epstein raping people and then she withdrew those statements and now she's saying now that Epstein's dead, those tapes really do exist. This is a 38-second clip of her doubling down on this. It's no secret that everything was recorded. Multiple victims have come forward confirming my account, along with others. I've also seen recordings in his office. Ransom retracted her allegations in 2016 and reportedly said she invented the tapes to draw attention to Epstein's behavior. All the individuals you've named have denied these claims. Why did you backtrack on the allegations? In the time that I was with Epstein, um, Ghislaine Maxwell, amongst others, regularly enforced that if I ever did come forward, myself and my family would be harmed. So Miss Ransom is retracting her retraction, saying that she retracted that when Jeffrey Epstein was alive because she was afraid. But now that he's dead, she's retracting her retraction which of course muddies the waters because she brought in Trump's name as well into this whole mess. I'm sure the Epstein list is not what we thought it was going to be so far. Just documents uh, from the court and what have you. Let's see what other stuff comes out. So far, I'm not going to say I'm not impressed because I'm not impressed. It's not about that. We just want the list. There is a list of alleged Johns. Why can't they just release that list? It probably goes back to the same thing that I just talked about at the very start of this report. Everyone's working overtime to protect the bastard pedophile elite and make sure that they can live and that their crimes never see the light of day. What a shame. Thanks for being here. Thanks for your support. I'll be back. I, I, I spent an hour, an hour and a half today interviewing someone and I will air that in the next few days. And I've got other stories that uh, news things from today and that I'm tracking that will probably be updated tomorrow, which we will get to before the weekend. Until then, ciao, goodbye, big hug, God bless. And once again, thank you for your support.